Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Patrick Mahomes had had one of the greatest starts in the history of American team sports to a career. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. But Lamar Jackson finally got Patrick Mahomes. He finally won a playoff game last year. He finally beat Mahomes this year. He was the best player on the field, including Mahomes. Jackson's comeback win in week two um, was his first against Mahomes, as I mentioned. So we're asking on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, because we just assume everyone's going to say Mahomes, which quarterback are you starting your franchise with? Let's start with Dominique Foxworth, who is with us in studio. Who are you taking, Nick? I'm going with Dak Prescott. I think it's not a popular choice because his arm talent isn't as exciting as everyone else's and his plays aren't as like ostentatious as some of the players out there, but he's been progressively getting better every year. He was reliant on that team his rookie year. Honestly, I was one of the people who, when they went into playoffs, I said they need to put Romo back in. And then I watched that game, and he blacked out in the second half. The fourth quarter, he led three scoring drives in the fourth quarter. If it wasn't for the fact that Aaron Rodgers threw that miraculous pass on the sideline, Dak Prescott would have taken that team to the Super Bowl. And then from that year on, he had only gotten better. They put more and more pressure on him. And we all saw the showcase on the Thursday night opener. There are not a lot of quarterbacks in the league that can go toe-to-toe with a guy like Tom Brady and that offense that they have. So I, I like Dak Prescott, and he's been managing to do this with what I think most people would consider – I guess Kellen Moore is a really good coach, but the head coaches that he's been working with haven't been all that impressive. The defenses that he's been trying to carry, I think last year before he got hurt, they had the worst drive start average in the league, and they were still uh, the third highest score, scoring offense when they got hurt. And that, make, that doesn't make any you sense. It reminds me of, like, in a different style, obviously, if you took Tom Brady and he didn't have Belichick and the Patriots, a guy who's – and by the way, this applies to Russell Wilson to an extent too. Right. Early on, let the defense do their thing, get yep. it. And, but, but it becomes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. He's good, he's a leader, and the environment makes him better and better. And eventually he winds up a great player. Neek, so you got Dak. Mm-hmm. Key, who do you have if you're starting a franchise? No Mahomes, who's your quarterback? Well, I would take, I would take Aaron Rodgers, but I'm factoring in – Age Now, if Aaron Rodgers is the guy that I say I want to win a Super Bowl in the next three to four years based on age, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. But we're not basing it on that for the most part. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. I think when you look at a unique talent. I'm jealous. Me too. Lamar Jackson. Why are you jealous? That's because the guy should have taken. I didn't have have the guts to to do it. (laughs) But I think that is a real smart choice, and it's easily defensible. The only knock against that is, like, he's relying on the run. And that's okay. That he could get I'm, hurt more. I'm, he ain't got hurt yet. So That's, that's fair. And, and, and I watched him all the way since high school, or Little League, better yet, through high school to Louisville to now in the pros. His running style has not changed. He has not ever missed a game due to running the football injury-wise. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay. Now you say, well, what key your receiver? He doesn't throw that. No, he throws good enough for me. I don't know about them other receivers that he's working with, but for me, he throws good enough because I can get open and my catch radius is ridiculous and I can go get it. So I don't worry about that, especially the quarterbacks that I play with in my career. I, I care less about the passing game. He's just an electrifying, ridiculous player that gives you all sorts of chances to win football games despite the circumstances. And nothing ever 
rattles him. He throws two interceptions in a game. Oof. He just comes back. It's like some dudes throw two interceptions a game, and they won't throw the ball anymore. Not key, some, two inter- most. Key, most key, key two interceptions yeah. against most. the team he's never beaten, mm-hmm. against the best quarterback in the history of the universe, <laughs> and then down 11 points in the game and comes back and with wins by – injured offensive line. Yeah, with, I didn't want to give all that. I didn't want to give all that, though. That's too much. I just simplify it by saying – he never cracks happened. under pressure. That's a good mm. pick. Jay, who you got? Key always calls me the little guy, so I'm going to go with the little guy. You know what I mean, Nick? Even though we're not really doing a big scheme of you. things with the public, that's cool, though. What's up, little guy? He's an L- yeah, 6'2". That's still big. Anyway, I'm going with the guy who's 5'10". I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. I, look, I like to put seats, you know, people in the seats, in the stands. I, I think he's one of the most electrifying players there is in the National Football League. Now he's thrown for seven TDs, tied for second in the league. Yeah, he's thrown for 689 yards, tied for second in the league, rushing two TDs. I mean, it, it's he gives you everything you want. And his ability, as the league focuses more on the RPO game and read options. Air raid. Just, and I like the air raid system. Key, it puts him to sleep. I know USC plays the air raid system. He hates it. I get they it. He's got a coach fire running the air raid. Don't speak that. that that's fine. I, I mean, I like the direction that they're going. So Air raid. Got injured last year. I know we had that same kind of read on Lamar Jackson based upon if he doesn't get injured, but I, I just love the way he plays. I, by the way, Kyler Murray, if he avoids injury last year, who knows? I he's like a, he, he's an electrifying I like player. I am yeah. taking – Not the system. I Understood. am taking – I want I, – I'm with Neek. Like, Lamar's probably yeah. the right pick. I'm going to take Justin Herbert, and I'll tell you why. Big, strong, athletic, crazy arm talent. Not having a great year this year so far. A little sophomore slump so far. But what he did as a rookie behind a bad offensive line with a bad head coach, I mean, was ridiculous. Not even knowing he's going to start to the last second. He was, I think Herbert has a chance to join Mahomes and Rodgers in a special kind of category. And then on top of that, here's the kicker. Even though he's only a year younger than Lamar. (laughs) Lamar's 24, he's 23. Like, Lamar's ridiculous. But he only has one year in. So you got that rookie deal for years more. Lamar's about to get paid. Justin Herbert, you can build around and don't even have to pay him for a minute. I'm taking Herbert. The knock on the um, – on, or the, the reason why I think Herbert is impressive because he has the arm talent to do just about anything that you want to do, and he seems to be smart enough to do so. I don't think he's having like a down year. Like statistically, he hasn't started out well, but you watch those games. He had he's a couple still, touchdowns yeah. called back. He still yeah. seems special when you yeah. watch those yeah. games. And as for the Kyler Murray thing, like I'm, I'm with Key in that I don't love the air raid, but if you watch Kyler Murray play – he not playing the air raid. He playing air raid a little bit, but the best plays that they make is Kyler Murray being Kyler Murray, and yeah. he's special. Yeah, you, you know? scrap mm-hmm. moving around, but 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 I would say, as you know, playing defense, that moving around, you get you're not gonna be able to do that on a consistent basis when it time when it matters most. Yes, we like it because it looks cool to us, and but when you going up against but, them dudes on them edges, coming off them edges and coming to get you and hunt you down, you put yourself in harm's way. Playing recklessly. But like yeah. Lamar does the same thing. No, it's But Lamar different. hasn't been hurt. What's the difference? The comparison for Kyler Murray is more Patrick Mahomes in that he's scrambling around to throw. Lamar yes. Jackson, I think we get enamored all the way back to college with his big running plays and think of him as a scrambling quarterback. Lamar Jackson is a pocket passer who can run. If you watch run. him play, so many of his big runs are on design runs. Mm. When they call drop back pass, Lamar sits in the pocket. And drops back and throws it. Yeah. 
yeah, longer, longer than he should, in my opinion. It's like, hey, get out there and get moving. But Lamar, you, you don't see the same type of uh, Mahomes-like plays or Kyler Murray-like plays for Lamar because he sits in the pocket like he's it's Dan It's hard Marino. not to take he Lamar do, after he what do, he just did. He yeah. do stands tall in the pocket. Yeah. When he oh, when he's running like you say, Fox, it's design runs. Yeah, it's not broken plays. He, you know, he's able to move around and extend the play. Even the jump pass, he stood there <laughs> yeah. for the longest yeah. and decided at the last second, I'm a fake running. Oh, Hollywood's open. Let me jump and throw it. Yeah, I mean that's just you know. I'll, I'll say this about Herbert real I'll quick. Take that. If Trevor Lawrence in year three has a year that Herbert had last year as a rookie, we'd be like, oh, he's fulfilling his yeah. potential. Yeah. That's how good. But Lamar Jackson, not only can he pass the ball and everything, as a runner with the football, who in the history of the modern NFL is more valuable when they're running the ball than Lamar Jackson? And he's a quarterback. Okay. It's insane. Well, he's a quarterback, but he says he's a running back. He's an everything. That's what he said. Not, ba- not bad for a running back. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's special, man. All right. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And Dominique Foxworth, thank you very much for hanging out with us. The Fox. Oh, fun. Appreciate right, you guys. Come back soon. Your turn to weigh in on the Dr. Pepper call in line next. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Ooh, Kyler Murray led the Cardinals to a comeback win on Sunday versus the Vikings. See, you can't. Where's your contain? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. As I mentioned, drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average mm-hmm. together, so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We told you we'd give you a chance to weigh in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The question is, outside of Patrick Mahomes, let's be very clear about this. You can't take Patrick Mahomes. First call is going to be like, I want Mahomes. No Mahomes. Which quarterback are you starting your franchise with? Jay said Kyler Murray. Key said Lamar Jackson. I said Justin Herbert. What do you say, Dave, in College Park, Maryland? What's up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up, Dave? Good morning. Man, where you been? Hey. Been watching y'all every day, man. Some days can't make calls; it's busy at work. But but today I'm free. But, okay. um, you know, I love this question. There's there's 
there's so many good young quarterbacks that you could start your franchise with. But to me, I think it begins and ends with Josh Allen in Buffalo. If you look at last year, he had a great, great year. The, the, Q, the QB rating was very similar to Pat Mahomes. And I just think that, to be quite frank with you, if you flip-flop those two players, and I'll give it to you, Pat Mahomes is better. But if you put Josh Allen on KC, I think he, he takes him to the Super Bowl. I think KC's weapons with Tyreek Hill is just so unstoppable that I think they got more weapons. And I just honestly think Josh Hill – or Josh Allen, excuse me, he's mobile. He makes smart plays, smart decisions. And those other quarterbacks, quite frankly, they're just a lot smaller. And to me, I think you got to be big. He can throw the, the deep ball. I just think he can do it all. And- no, well, I, I would. I I don't disagree with him as far as that goes. If you if you swap them out, you're not gonna you're not gonna miss a whole lot, especially of what they want to do. You're just not. I mean, that Patrick Mahomes obviously is. A hall of future Hall of Famer, no question about it. He's already been in the Super Bowl twice. He's already been in the AFC Championship game three times. I get it. But when you look at everything mm-hmm. in totality, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, Josh Allen is not chopped liver. He has shown last year that he could potentially be one of these five quarterbacks we talk about for the next 10 years, along with Patrick Mahomes and potentially along with Lamar and Kyler Murray. So, I don't have a problem with him saying that if you swapped him out, that Kansas City would still be in the same spot. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, what weapons do you have around these individuals, right? So you look at Diggs. Diggs, Diggs is a special talent. Cole Beasley, and then you think about Emmanuel Sanders, a little bit more on the smaller side, right? So Josh Allen has to do a lot more. Tyreek Evans, I mean, Tyreek, Tyreek Evans basketball. Tyreek Hill, the weapons that they have there, for KC, they just Sanders. Just, but it's all Sanders, about Sanders is good. Sanders is good number I, I, two as a number two. He's really. But it's good. all I'm about just the saying cre- the weapons are different. In but KC. it's all about the creativity as well, in terms of what Eric Bieniemy has been able to do from a design standpoint. Some things that you don't traditionally see on other teams. They are at the forefront of designing plays and people copycatting their plays and using them to some fashion to help their offenses. And if you take a Josh Allen and you put him in that sort of environment and situation, you could potentially get some of the same things that you get from a Patrick Mahomes. Almost I, what the Golden State Warriors were several years ago, right, with that spacing, three, shooting, that new style in which they play. The rest of the league, I think, now has caught up, but that's what you're saying? Yeah, and, and Buffalo is not – Buffalo and, and Brian Dable are, are good – he's a good offensive mind, a good offensive coach scheme-wise, and everything, but he doesn't come up with all the stuff that Kansas City comes up with that puts Patrick Mahomes in a different situation. So I like to always call it the woo, the wow factor, right? Like, ooh, ooh-wee, everything looks great. So when the first thing you see is you see Patrick Mahomes sprint right, tied in fullback, settle, shovel back to him. First thing you go, oh, man, what a great play. Oh, they just did it a little bit different. They rolled Patrick Mahomes out where typically – that's not the case. They dropped the quarterback back and do that. So it looked like a different play, which it was, but all it is is a shovel pass. They just redirected the flow of the traffic. They came up with that. And then all of a sudden, you see Indy try it with Carson Wentz. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. uh-uh. Wrong deal. Interception. So that's kind of how you got to look at things. The thing about Patrick Mahomes, the reason, like, other than Mahomes, Mahomes was born into a perfect situation the right coach, the right weapons around him. On top of that, he is an unbelievable talent. Yes. Big arm, very yeah. accurate, super smart. 
processes information quickly, has a personality people like. Like, it's the perfect situation. Let's take him out. This caller likes Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen is a perfectly good pick. It wouldn't be my pick, but it's a popular pick. It's a good pick. There's nothing nothing wrong with it. And, and, uh, again, the the ooh-wee factor always falls into it. When you see Patrick Mahomes on a – I think it was on a Monday night – Sunday, Monday or Sunday night game playing against the Denver Broncos two two years ago. He takes the ball and throws it with his left hand. Mm-hmm. That's a wow ooh we factor. Yeah, Josh Allen's never done that, right? You know, you know what else never, about Josh Allen, by the way? That. Or you see Patrick Mahomes give the low look pass. Yeah. That, and then they super slow it down, and it looks really different. But, like Key, he's giving the no-look pass, running to the yeah. sidelines. So, so you look uh, at it, and you go, no one can ever do that yeah. except Patrick Mahomes. And then I go, well, I did see Rodgers do it before. Rodgers. I've seen Aaron. I've seen, I've seen Rodgers do it before. Rodgers, yes. I've Who seen else? Favre do it before. Okay, fine. I've seen others no do doubt. it. But here's the issue. When it's on Monday night and everybody's watching, it becomes a woo-wee factor. Like he actually, you just named Rodgers and Favre. Favre would do it, but he also turned the ball over a lot. Rodgers, yes. It's, it's, but it's, who it's, else it does it like back, that and it, doesn't uh, turn it, it over? It also goes back to the, the ooh-wee factor on the Odell Beckham catch. Great catch, Monday night football, ridiculous. Concentration, come down with the ball, big palms, all that. But guys have made one-hand grabs before. Mm-hmm. But when it's not in New York City and it's not on Monday night, it doesn't become a ooey factor. It has to be right. Josh Allen, by the way, has never had – he's never been as accurate a passer in his entire college pro career as he yeah. was last year. He really does have to show that man, he that can do that in Wyoming. again. Man, how yes. accurate can you be playing in, in that league with yeah. those people? And every year he gets better. But now let's see him. Now he's reached a level. Let's see him stay there for a minute. CJ in California, who you're starting a franchise with, if not Mahomes? Well, actually, Key, you're going to like this one, but you're talking about building a franchise. There's nobody else there yet. So I'm taking Derek Carr and building around him because he can make every throw. He's smart, runs defenses. With all that money you save without all the ego and all the other crap out there, right, you can build a team around him and you've got a franchise. You're going to take him at 30 years old? And also, it makes you think you're not going to have to pay him. You think you think Derek Carr doesn't want to get paid? Yeah, as much as I like Derek Carr, I'm not getting ready to take him number one overall when I got some other dudes. He's 23, 24 I love him. years old. I think he won the top quarterbacks in the league, but then, you know, I I like Lamar, and, and you know, I'll take Derek over Kyler Murray for my money. That's mm-hmm. just me. Because I, as I said yesterday on second take, that <laughs> I'm not, I am not going to, run around, run my route, then have to run another route and then another route and another route every single time to get open because my quarterback is scrambling around too much. Can, can I, I don't you, want it. Can I ask you guys a question about Lamar Jackson? Because, you know, we just got off that conversation with Dominique Foxworth about, you know, who will you take? And Key said he would take Lamar. What do you guys say to the fact that his completion percentage isn't that great? I, I don't, Jay, when you ask me something like that, because I've played with so many quarterbacks in my time playing mm-hmm. in the NFL, it never bothered me that we didn't have at times some of the most accurate quarterbacks. As long as we won the game, as long as I had the opportunity to help us win and catch the ball, then I'm gonna figure out a way to go get it. Okay. It just, just you need to pull the trigger though. Lamar just needs to pull the trigger. Sometimes it's the system, sometimes it's the design of the plays that they're running, and sometimes it's who he's throwing to. Yeah, let's let's remember they went out and got Bateman who hasn't played because because they need a like a good overall receiver, not just a speed Understood. guy to take the lid off, not just a big possession. They need a 
really good overall. You He's not had that. Sometimes the receiver position makes the quarterback better. It's not the mm-hmm. quarterback. Don't let them fool you out here in the world, making you always think that the quarterback is the reason the receiver is getting his. No, 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 no. The receiver is the reason the quarterback is getting his. If you don't have a good receiver, you you toast. A, a, a receiver can play with almost any quarterback. All you got to do is pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. That's all he got to do. If you think about it, you think about some of the, the, the best receivers – that's ever played this game and look at their quarterbacks. And then you look at some of the quarterbacks that's ever played the game without these receivers. Even Tom Brady, who's known for spreading it around and making receivers better at a certain point when he didn't have a reliable receiver, had to get out of there. He had to get out of Dodge. Absolutely. They don't want to hear that, though. That's too true for him, though. Me bringing the receiver to the game, they don't want to hear that. They want to make it all about the quarterback. That ain't the case, though. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's see. Harold in D.C. Who's your quarterback? What up, J. Will? Max, uh, how you doing, baby? What up, Harold? What's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? I, I'm, I'm with Key, man, and um, I'm against my man in College Park up the road. I'm definitely going with Lamar all the way. No matter what team you put Lamar on, um, he can shine, man. It don't really matter. He just has a unique Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham talent, man, that uh, no one else can do over Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with Lamar. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's well, over Patrick Mahomes. Over, See that? But it just it, – it, it, well, yeah, well – Different strokes for different yeah. folks. Though, he just beat him, and he outplayed him. He just yeah, outplayed but, Mahomes. But it, it's a recency bias. It's a different body of work. It's just a different style, man, to be honest with you. When you talk about Lamar, he gives you so many options to work with as an offensive coordinator. that it, and, and Patrick Mahomes does, too. Um, I just think that because you're so used to seeing the Josh Allens of the world, that style quarterback, that it's hard for people to digest Exactly what Lamar Jackson is Although doing. Although Allen runs too. Yeah, but different. It yeah. don't even look the same. He looked no, like Lamar, a big old lumber. But he's a highly <laughs> effective. He's yeah, highly it, effective it, running. Very highly effective. But again, it's the ooey wow factor. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar gives got us. That. Oh he God, gives God. us the ooey. Oh like my God, imagine him gone. scoring on the read option in the final game and trying to do what Lamar did jumping in. It wouldn't even look right. right. It would be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Where Lamar is like, Lamar's was like, oh my God. And to the point where they had to freeze frame it with his hand where he looked like he was doing some sort of gymnastic move because it was the wow factor. It was on a Sunday, a, 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 a Sunday night game. The whole country was watching. It was against the Kansas City Chiefs all the way into overtime. He pulls it out. Oh, look at Lamar. Let's be honest about something else with Lamar. Lamar is easy to root for because of all the things that were said when he was coming out. Absolutely. Because of the history. Where's your book, Key? Well, they ain't here. What's your book's book's title? Forgotten First. The Forgotten First. What's it about? It's about what we're going through. It's about the reintegration of African Americans into the National Football League. And this this nonsense has been going on until very recently, and it's still going on in front offices and coaching staffs, but you look at quarterbacks. There were very, very few black quarterbacks until recently. Warren Moon couldn't play in the NFL right away. No, CFL. Because, right, because, oh, you should be a wideout. What? So, <laughs> be, with this as the backdrop, here comes Lamar Jackson. I should have been a quarterback. Here comes Lamar Jackson, and, hey, he should change positions. Remember that? <laughs> then he gets drafted by who? 
Baltimore. Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie Newsom drafts him, right? Installs him as his last act, as his Hall of Fame GM career. And Lamar Jackson, every year, he's making progress in the playoffs. He wins an MVP. He's getting better and better. So with all the negative stereotypes put on him as he dispels them without being the kind of quarterback everyone says you must be necessarily to win but by still keeping the essence of his game as he's doing it he is the he's the it's guy the situation, who you're supposed though, huh? to root for it's the perfect he's easy situation. to root for it's just the perfect situation for him they got a solid defense when healthy they run the ball like they've never run it before and he's a part of the reason that they have been in the position that they've been in that's why when you start talking about the bags and the money jay they already they trying to figure out how to get another Brinks truck because the mm-hmm. one that they just backed up is full, and they got to figure out how to put the money in the other one for him. It's going to be interesting how many years at what dollar point, considering his style, are they going to give him that Mahomesian-type contract? Absolutely. And, uh, by the way, I mentioned Warren Moon. Guess who's going to join us in 40 minutes? The great Warren Moon himself. Um, the best bounce back. The ben- Sorry, the best bounce back in week two? Which was it? In a 24-hour news cycle. Everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, well, you tell me. Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. (laughs) And Kimberly A. Martin giving the straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. What's up, Kimberly? Always good to see you. (laughs) What's going on? How are you? I'm going to see you a little bit later today on Mm -hmm. an excellent new show. I don't know if anyone's heard about it. (laughs) This just just in. Just this in. It's a banging new show, guys. Excellent new show. Just in, 2 p.m. Yes. 2 p.m. to 3. I'm Max (laughs) Kellerman, my gorgeous face. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Very handsome individual. Uh, Kimberly, hot news or not news? Aaron Rodgers bounced back in week two. It's hot news because he's fired up about it. He told everybody to be quiet, stop talking about him. So it is hot news. Um, I think after week one, there was there was some a little worry, like what's going on with Aaron after the offseason, but I think they're good. It, it, it's hot news because Aaron Rodgers is attacking the media or, or the so-called media, whatever blue check people that – are out there looking for clicks and got people on radio shows talking. No, he ain't talking to me. I ain't worried about it. I, I'm the least <laughs> of his worries. I, but yeah, it's hot news because he's bringing light to situations that a lot of athletes, you know, or, or feel a certain way about. He's giving a voice to it. He's kind of giving a voice to it a little bit. And I think it's going to be amongst all the shows at ESPN. We'll be talking about it today, along with other national media, because Aaron Rodgers, when he speaks, people listen. Let me prepare the Amer- the American public. Oh, every okay. time Aaron Rodgers says something or every time he plays a game, it's going to be hot news. Like that that's just the way this year is going to be. It, considering everything that happened in the offseason, how do we not speculate on everything he says? That's what the media does. This is not new. Aaron Rodgers balls out to me. That's not news. When he has a bad game, that's hot news because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers one of the best who ever did it. He has very few bad games ever. That he threw four touchdowns? That's hot news. But, Max, is this his last year? That, is this his last year in Green Bay? Like, yes, he last go? year in so Green Bay. So that's why it'd be hot news, everything. Denver tell you. Broncos might win the Super Bowl next year. Hot news or not news, Kimberly A. Martin. Jerry Jones says, quote, you don't weigh the contract in terms of the ultimate decision, end quote, when it comes to who gets carries for the Cowboys. Talking about the running backs. You know, is it wrong? I, I don't think this is hot news. I really don't. I don't think... I think this is being made into a controversy, this Zeke and Tony Pollard stuff. I, I actually like it. If, if, if they're able to use these two guys to win games, it's not news to me. 
Well, it's hot news because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Well. And it's Jerry Jones, and he's speaking about it. But when you look at Tony Pollard, and you go back and you look at him from a year ago, he was still touching the ball, and he was still doing some stuff. It just, over the, la- over the, the first two games of the season, he clearly, they clearly feel a certain way about his contributions mm-hmm. to the offense, else they wouldn't be utilizing him. In terms of the money and the contract of Jerry Jones, Zeke done got most of his money already. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't really mean right. anything. You know, well, it's not like they owe him $75 million of guaranteed money because if they did, <laughs> his ass would be carrying every load. Well, that's why it feels like it's hot news, though. That's Jerry Jones kind of validating why he did pay Ezekiel Elliott. You know what I mean? Like, hey, well, this is why I paid him, but – you know, I paid him, and that's where it is, and this is our approach, and that's what that's going to be. Uh, I think this is hot news because what it indicates is Ezekiel Elliott, who was the consensus best running back in the game. I never agreed with that, but most people thought that was true a couple of years ago. He was. I thought he was top three, top five guy, but most people said Flip he was one. Flop. He ain't top three or five anymore. He's not. If he wants this not to be news, go ball out. He hasn't done that in a long time, top right? Three or four anymore. Is, you think they're yeah, you probably, a top three back? You probably – you're probably are close to being right because I'm just thinking when you start to look at King Henry, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Jones. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Dalvin Cook when he's healthy? But see, you say the same thing about that, Zeke. When Zeke's healthy, yeah, the offensive line is healthy. Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick I Chubb. mean, it, it, it's a flavor of the month, I guess, at the yeah. end for, for what it is. Hot news or not news, Ben Roethlisberger's left peck injury. This is hot news because this was the fear in Pittsburgh. They were going to go with, with Ben Roethlisberger one more year after last year. So what's the succession plan? He's older. He's a year older. His body, it seems like we're always talking about a, about a Big Ben injury, and here we are again. So this is hot news. Yeah, it's hot news for sure, given the fact that they essentially was all in on what they wanted to do they kind of retooled and shuffled the line so they can get m- the most out of the running game. They draft Najee Harris. They want to play defense. The defense is banged up. But then when they got to throw the ball, he's got to back up the throw. The offensive line can protect him, and he looks 39 years old. Yeah, hot news. I mean, this is the last dance for Big Ben, right? I mean, that's why he gave up money on his contract to come yeah. back and be that guy to lead this team considering after that collapse last year. Hot news. Eli's gone. Phil Rivers is gone, <laughs> and so is Roethlisberger. Just no one's told him yet, you know? I mean, I think that's what last year – he had a great comeback year, but that's all he can do. And now he's falling apart. I think this is hot news. Hot news or not news, Jimmy Garoppolo told Rich Eisen that he might talk to Aaron Rodgers about how to handle his uncertain future, Kimberly. Hot news or not news? Uh, not news. I'm glad that he's going to talk to somebody, and he's accepted that his time <laughs> in San Francisco is about to be done because once you draft Trey Lance – you know you're on borrowed time, so. Yeah, it, it, it's, I guess it's hot news for me because you're in the middle of the, the start of the season and you're talking about your future, even though, like Kimberly said, you already know the writing is on the wall. But I, I, I think, and I haven't checked to see, but I think his contract is close to being up. Mm-hmm. And he's not the same person or player that Aaron Rodgers is. So getting advice from Aaron Rodgers <laughs> on the situation, that might not be – well, the best, right? Because Aaron Rodgers got a lot of, he, he, you know, he, his is different. He can tell somebody whatever it is that he wants to tell. Got more him. leverage. I don't know that Jimmy Garoppolo can walk in to, to John Lynch and start talking about, well, <laughs> I'm crazy. doing this and well, I need to pick that. Maybe the advice is whatever Aaron Rodgers tells him, he's going to do the opposite. 
Maybe so that's like, it. Hey, let he me listen to, to you. Okay, that's great. You're Aaron Rodgers. I'm Jimmy G. I'm gonna have to do this differently. Take the opposite approach. See, I would I would reach out to Tom Brady before I would Aaron Rodgers because Jimmy Garoppolo is in a similar situation than Tom because he needs to find a home that needs him. Like he needs to find that's gonna help him receiver wise, defensive wise, the right fit opposed to talking about holding out and doing all the other stuff that Aaron Rodgers did. Nah. It's not news. A quarterback just getting advice from another quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't do. Okay. Real quick. Last one. Davis Mills, not Deshaun Watson, starting for the Texans on Thursday night football with Tyrod Taylor out, Kimberly. It is not news because we knew this was going to happen. Uh, we knew that Deshaun was not going to play for this team. So this is just more confirmation of the obvious. Not, not news at all. I'm going to piggyback off Kim. But what is it? We, do we really honestly think? that Deshaun Watson is taking another snap for the Houston Texans. Here's what I would say, though. Both the National Football League as well as the Houston Texans are not doing the Houston Texans football team any justice by not making any decisions or determinations on what to do with Deshaun until such things get settled because every week Mm -hmm. there's going to be a conversation as long as he's in Houston Mm -hmm. about – if he should be playing, why is he on the 53-man roster? How come you just don't send him, put him aside, tell him to stay home? Why is he in the building? Why do we got to keep reporting he didn't get on the plane? That it, it's, it's just too much for the team. Yeah, this is hot news for me, not because it's about Deshaun Watson, even though I hear your point, Key, and I get it, not because it's about Davis Mills. It's because Tyrell Taylor once again, damn. Yeah. TT. Like, damn. Like, you had the luncture, like the punctured lung situation. You get moved. You have an opportunity. You're playing well. You get hurt again. I mean, this dates back to Buffalo. Tyrod being, you know. Or Tyrod Taylor. I covered him in Buffalo, yeah. Then the Peterman came in. Yep. Five interceptions. Man. And then he goes to Cleveland. I would say not news on Deshaun. The hot news would be Deshaun Watson's getting back on the field, right? That he's not on the field to me is not hot news. That's hot news or not news. Keyshawn J. Will and Max brought to you by Indeed. Odds are you're hiring to free up time, not lose more with Indeed. You get the platform that delivers four times more hires than all their sites combined, according to Talent Nest, post a job. And say you're hired. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. A USC great says there's one candidate prime to take over the Trojan. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio, ESPN2. You know what the best line in the whole thing is? Now they're running, they're screaming, it's a tad bit late. <laughs> I was crying when I was a tad bit late. Uh, it's a tad bit late for that. Keyshawn J. Wilmax, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80. Reggie Bush said uh-oh. this on Fox's pregame about why Deion Sanders should be the next USC coach. 
Quote, when you think about what he's done at Jackson State right now, Jackson State has the number 55 recruiting class in the nation. That's one ahead of Kansas State, which has has a significantly much larger budget than Jackson State does. But what does that tell you? That tells you Dion knows how to recruit. Dion Sanders responded yesterday, I'm thankful that Reggie mentioned me. I'm thankful that he thought much of our friendship, that I could be a candidate or whatever. I'm appreciative of that, but I'm locked in, man. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Here on Keyshawn J. Willimax, we're well aware that Keyshawn Johnson does all the hiring and firing at SC. Key, you're gonna hire <laughs> you gonna hire Dion as head coach? Put you on blast like that, man. See, man, I, I didn't hire nor did I fire Clay Hilton. So um no, I don't think I I mean it'd be a good it's a, a, a good opportunity. I just my university, they it's gotta be a lot of deep soul searching for us to find the right head coach. Um, Prime should be a candidate for all open Power 5 jobs. There's no question about it. I think he's done a tremendous job at Jackson State putting things together, putting things in place to try and make that program successful. Um, will he be a serious candidate? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the leadership uh, group is, is really thinking. You know, you, it, it takes a minute. We got about three months to kind of make a decision on what we want to do, but we we certainly got to start zeroing in on a few candidates. And I think he I think he should be a candidate, but I I don't know that he will be a candidate. You see, I, I think Prime is too out of the box for USC. I see USC going more in the favor of something that's a little bit safer, quote unquote, safer. I'm not saying it, it is safer key, but like an Eric Bieniemy or something like that. You mean, you mean track prime, record? Are you, me, are you say a prime style? I, I think his flashiness. Yes, there's. I love prime. I've I've talked well, to two, kids that two. prime has coached. I, I've I watch him on social media. I see the way he gets kids to connect. It's a different type of style that I. I'm not sure. I don't know if USC is ready for that. So it's not saying another power five school is here, not. Here's here's three criteria for our head coach at USC that are must criteria. Number one, can you reach the fan base mm-hmm. and the donors and the money? That's the number one thing. I know it sounds weird and crazy. Ahead of recruiting players. But hold on one sec. It, it, that's the number one thing. Number two, can you recruit and maintain and do those things. That's easy at USC. But you got to be able to identify the right players that you're accepting. Because everybody's a four and a five star. Everybody, four and five stars everywhere. But are you getting the right four and fives? Or are you just accepting the, the, the stars? And not really seeing that that guy can play. Opposed to, oh, I'm just going to sign him because the people from 24-7 or Bleacher said he's a great high school football player. Are you really putting in the work to identify? Because what happens in the recruiting world and cycle uh, at places like USC, we have a Jason Williams across the street. We have a Max Kellerman up the block. But we then decide we're going to go way to damn New Jersey to get a Max Kellerman and a Jay Will and bring them back, and they can't play dead in a cowboy movie. Meanwhile, we done teed off that four or five star guy that decides to go to Oregon because we didn't recognize he was in our own backyard. Does that make sense to you? It does. And so that's what happens 
in the recruiting process at places like USC. They wind up recruiting in other regions of the country Understood. instead of their own backyard. They, got, they get well, lost well, in the sauce. Well, you got a guy. You, don't you get Prime a guy. Do you don't think Prime can recruit? No, I'm saying that that's the number two priority is identifying, making sure. He checked those boxes. Yes. As a money raiser yes. that will appeal to the fan base and the donors, you know, then number two, he'll be able to recruit and identify that. Number three, can he coach? What is his staff like? Can they coach? The other two will take care of itself. But do they have enough resolve in him to trust that he can coach? That's the third thing. Because if you can't coach, because if you can't coach, all that other stuff ain't gonna matter. Are you saying that's the question about that's prime going that that's going to have? be a question? Yeah, that's going to be a question. And and before we get out of here, why in the hell Florida State ain't hiring him? That's his speaking damn of, alma mater. They should have hired of, him a long time ago. Speaking of your own backyard. Yeah, they going to be four. They going to be 0-4 in a damn think, minute. I Hire that dude. He makes some people uncomfortable because they don't know how to handle prime. Man, he don't make he, he look. I'm, he don't I'm, make nobody no he, more uncomfortable he, he, than them sorry ass coaches coaching in college football that's now. You know what I'm if talking about. If USC or Florida State were both open on Dion's ties to Florida State, what would be the better job for him? Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.